Julian Pensavale. <laughs> Patrick Hines. Da, da, da. That felt good. That yeah. one felt good. Oh, that did feel good. Yeah. A uh, girl. <gasps> Big news today. So much news. You guys. So much. You guys, today, tickets to our June Pride show went on sale. Mm-hmm. Three-day pre-sale for Patreon. Patreon fam, check your email. There's a link yep. to buy tickets to our June show. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, the tickets will go on sale for everybody else. Yep. You guys, it's going to be the gayest, funnest, most outrageous, glittery Pride show. Yeah, I can't wait. And I'm dying. I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. I want you to come as a drag queen. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know, my, my mind is racing. <laughs> with the I'm so excited, you guys. Um, more to come on that, but tickets are on sale. They're going to go super fast. So if yeah. you're interested in coming, I know it's like a really long way away to plan. Uh, but but some coming, people like that. I some know. people are, are planners and like that it's super far in advance. So, hey. Yeah, and you guys, pretty soon we're going to have tickets on sale for our Chicago show, our New Orleans show. We'll be adding dates and things and times and all the rest of it. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, you guys, also, this week is our first episode of The Jinx. Oh, my God. How- I forgot. I know. It's so bad. It's so bad. I know. And now that we're covering it, like, I'll never forget some of those images again. And that's episode one. <laughs> So, we just recorded episode one, you guys. Oh it is God. disgusting. It is truly, there are things in it that are actually, actually literally disgusting. You guys, if you want to join our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash truecrimeobsessed or click on the Patreon link on our website. Mm-hmm. Come join the fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, and also join our Facebook group, you guys. I feel like we never say that anymore. Really? Sometimes we don't. Oh, well, join it. We have fun in there. <laughs> Girl, what in gay hell are we talking about today? We're talking about Hell House, and <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about it. Girl, I grew up um, in, in the next town over from where I grew up. There was a church that did a Hell House. No way. Yes, and there, I knew people who went to that church. What? Yes. But this, like, this church started it. I didn't know that till the end of the, so this must have been one of the churches that was inspired by this Yeah. House. They didn't call it a Hell House. It was the Victory Chapel, like, haunted house, and it was all this shit. They did all the celebrities that had gone to, that were burning in hell. What? Yeah. They did a Matthew Shepard burning in hell. It was awful. No. Yeah. It was, it was, and people would line up by the busload to go because it's so fucking outrageous. Oh my God. I know. How many of those people are trolls? Like the people who are like coming by the busload to see 99% are right? trolls. Okay. Yeah. Good. I needed that. That is like reassuring <laughs> to me. So what are our themes that we deal with in hell house? We deal with family violence. <laughs> we deal with suicide. We deal with abortion. We deal with drugs. We deal with alcohol, drunkenness. Welcome. Your journey has finally brought you to the place of eternal agony. Here you will be subjected to constant torture and everlasting pain. Come. Let us meet those who have swallowed the poison of my life. You let her go first. God, no, you did this to me. What if I tried? I was gay. What would you do then? Oh, you're going to hell, my son. No. We're competing for lost souls. It is a war. It is a battle. It is a competition. And there's a serious game where life and death is at stake. We're going to win. If you were to die tonight, 
Do you know where you will go? So we start with this, like, welcome video. You guys, my first note out the gate is, who is this low-rent Ricky Gervais character? Yeah. <laughs> it's just he wishes he didn't have to do this. He wishes the world wasn't full of all these awful things. I wish you didn't have to see the things you're going to see. But what you're going to see in Hell House is a, a reality check. I really feel it's our responsibility as the church to warn our culture like a, a watchman warning someone of danger. If I don't do that, then the blood is not only on your hands for your sins, but it's also on my head and my hands for, for your sins as well. I mean, we are victim blaming from <laughs> from second one, and it does not end. It just no. gets worse. Ma'am, you don't have to do this. Ma'am, you you don't. I like, don't. you you for real don't. <laughs> and he's standing with this, like, ridiculous posture with his hands behind his back. Like, he thinks he's a cop, but I he's know. totally not. Also, does he have a gun? I don't know. <laughs> And, but but the point is, the thesis of this whole thing is blood is on our hands if we don't agree with him. <laughs> and blood is on his hands if he doesn't make us understand. Yeah. Yep. It's just blood and victim blaming for an hour and a half. <laughs> you guys think I'm kidding. I'm really not. I swear. So we're, we're in Cedar Hill, Texas at uh. this church. Question, why does this footage look like it's from the 1970s? I know. You guys, I couldn't, when I was trying to find the preview of this movie, I couldn't even find a trailer that didn't look like it was from the, it, that didn't look like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And even the, the on-screen text looks like I, it's from the I 70s. Know, it's true. This movie came out in 2001. It wasn't that long ago. I know. I agree. So we're at like the Hell House leaders meeting. Right. They're bad singing, cheesy songs. I gotta, I gotta take umbrage. I kind of loved the music. <laughs> well, it sounded like an Indigo Girls song. But one woman and doesn't know the words to the song. Did you notice her? <laughs> She's just like clapping and just trying. She feels the camera on her. She doesn't know a single word. She just does God in a couple times, hoping that that's the right word at that moment. Got it. We do this for a purpose. It's not just to do a, a fundraiser or just to put on another program at Trinity, Lord. Got it. That we would understand that it is to reach the lost and that there's hope. There's hope in your holy name. Amen. I was saying that Low Rent Ricky Gervais is the least charismatic cult leader. He's just like, it's not just about the money and fundraising. <laughs> yes, it is, first of all. But the thing is, so it's Hell House 10. That's what the big deal is. Yeah. It's not just Hell House 1 through 9. <laughs> this is the 10th year. Hell House 10, The Walking Dead. And the whole thing, I love that they have to give us the explanation of why it's The Walking Dead. You know, we believe that a soul, a life without Jesus Christ is, you know, you're maybe alive physically on the outside walking the earth but you know eventually you know you're gonna have to face eternity and, and you're dead and your sins the bible says and so we're just titling the the theme this year the walking dead so the invitation says 7 p.m until question marks because they're <laughs> super badass too and it's seven bucks to get in that seems like a lot of money to me in 2001 although i guess you're getting a full show it goes up i mean seven till question mark this I, is a long we don't true. get to the hell house for a while but it's a, i'm like there's still there's another room there should be dinner service if you if they can make this like dinner in a show dinner oh. and like a botched abortion i mean and that poor gay guy dying of aids you guys I can't, you guys I can't <laughs> But they also just, they're just like, is fear a part of our faith? Yup. <laughs> they're super honest about it, you guys. They are not hiding from it. No, is, it a, is fear a part of it? Absolutely. A part of salvation is, 
is being you know, afraid of going to hell. So then they start discussing, this is at the leader meeting, yeah. right? Um, the Columbine scene they did. You guys, they are secretly so thrilled by the hullabaloo. <laughs> The rigmarole and hubbub. (laughs) They actually show like an image from the Columbine. Like it's so awful. It's really, really fucking awful. Yeah. So the main reason we're here today is to come up with new, you know, what new twist can we do on a drunk driving? What new twist can we do? How how can we differently do the drug deal? If we, you know, it's dealing with drugs. Get out of the box. So then this one person is describing a scene like, here's how we do school shootings instead since we can't actually make a Columbine. Uh, so he describes a kid who's stuttering. And the class starts laughing and making fun of him because he's, he can't get it out. And you hear the demon behind him saying, uh, just, just say goodbye to him, Jerry. Just tell him goodbye. This demon comes up behind him and tells him to kill himself, and he does. And guess what, you guys? This one makes it in. Yeah. God, this is so awful. It's like all ideas welcome. I have this, I have this section that's called Ideas Roundtable. Yeah. And they're like, I hear you. It mm-hmm. sounds a little bit like we're trying to recreate the magic we made with Columbine. Yeah. And then someone's like, don't worry. We're going to make this real solemn. Yeah. We're going to make it real solemn, <laughs> y'all. I'm like, okay. Somebody says, here's an idea for homosexuality. For the homosexuality. <laughs> Um, Heather talked about homosexuality, dealing with uh, a gay bar and having uh, two girls. They're going to a gay bar. I was like, here we go. (laughs) And this is when this like super gorgeous girl is like, y'all, the lesbians are taking over. At the steakhouse I work in, not a day goes by that a lesbian couple doesn't come in. It's a very, it's very, Uh, getting very, very ugly in our culture. I mean, I have at least one lesbian couple coming to stake out every single day and the thing is the le- like the one of the leader guys when they're talking about like how the homosexuality is going to be in a gay bar like that's how they're going to do that and then we just get like a little like flash of this and he's like no I think it's bad enough with the hospital bed I don't think we have to go to the bar and I'm like the hospital bed we'll get there now people are talking to camera about what they think hell is people in like um Kind of the rivers of lava you see when volcanoes erupt. That's kind of what I would see hell like, I guess. Hell is a place of everlasting torment and punishment. Just constant agony and burning in your body and outside your body. I think what happened is just flashbacks of all the time you had to accept Jesus. All the time you chose to do wrong, just flashing in front of you and torturing you, saying, why did I do that? They, they do these, like, to-camera interviews with these kids sort of throughout, mm-hmm. and sometimes it gets really real. Yeah. But, like, these kids, oh, God, this just made me feel so bad for these kids. Like, yeah. oh, right, I forgot. Religion is just about scaring the shit out of you to get you to do what other people want you to do. Right, like that one cheery girl who's like, I think it's eternal damnation and torment. <laughs> but I'm not going there, just the homosexual. Yeah. Okay, we have to talk about the auditions. <laughs> Tell me this isn't like bizarro fucked up waiting for Guffman. It's it's crazy, but I was also thinking that like in another universe, these are our people. These are the drama kids. I know. These are the drama club kids. I just could not stop thinking about waiting for Guffman. I know, I know. It, the audition scene is about incest and victim blaming. Yes. So the thing is, the scenes are this. The scenes are someone doing something awful or in their mind or having something awful happen to them. Either they're drinking or being raped or whatever. Yeah. And then either they kill themselves. Yeah. Because of the guilt and torment, or they are killed, and then they like wake up and see that they've been killed, right? And they're now in hell yelling at the devil, exactly. So, when you're hearing these, like out of context, it might be like, Wait, what? If you're not seeing it, so that's what's happening, right? So, it's like, Oh, please don't let it be, Melissa. Oh my god, it's me. What? 
No. I can't be dead. You? I can't believe you convinced me to get drunk. I should have gotten away from you the second that you started drinking. This is all your fault. Oh, okay. I want to talk about these auditions because these kids take it really seriously. Oh. No one has taken anything more seriously than me auditioning for Bye Bye Birdie my senior year. I'll tell you the story. One time oh, I, I didn't get the part I wanted Bye and Bye I Birdie. quit the play. Yeah. <laughs> I totally quit. It was a it was a bad scene. What part did you want? I wanted Albert. Of course. But I was cast as the father. We've talked about this. Whatever. Well, I'll, I'll make a mini up about the time sure. that I quit in protest. I ended up doing the show. I stole the show. It's fine. Well, you I'll came back. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did, sweetheart. <laughs> But this one kid who just doesn't want to have to do the drug the drug deal scene again. Well, and up until this point, he's the brownest person in the room. I was gonna say like this. There's never been a whiter documentary. And the thing is, he's basically saying like, I know I'm like have the darkest skin of anyone here, but can I not be the drug dealer this time? And you know that's why that because we'll get to it later. The yeah. stereotypes <laughs> are unbelievable. But I want to say, you guys, it's like a real audition. He's talking to the creative team. He's talking. He's talking to like Corky yeah. and everyone from Waiting for Government. <laughs> he's at the creative team table and he's making his plea, and he literally says, "I would like to be something other than the drug deal scene, whatever that may be, because I haven't got the chance to do anything other than the drug deal scene. Whatever you guys feel, let the spirit lead you." Just, I'm praying that the spirit will lead you away from the drug deal scene. I mean, wherever the spirit leads you, I'm just hoping it leads you away from the drug deal scene. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> He's so earnest <laughs> about it. Kid. And I honestly, if you look at the faces of the people at the creative team table, they do not want to be told how to do their jobs. Yeah. Oh, but they throw him a bone. They let him try the occult scene. I have completely deceived this girl. I gave her the first taste of the occult when she was just a kid reading Goosebumps. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys remember Goosebumps? Yes, the yes. most like benign scary story series. Yeah. Ever. Of course. Like scary stories to tell in the dark. All that shit that every totally. single person had. Yeah. And then it cuts to the stage manager or whoever, this other woman who's like There's like four major female parts, and so they're in high demand. They're all in high demand. This one girl, I'm gonna mention waiting for Guffman again. There's this one girl who's playing all the roles in the scene, and it reminded me of the guy <laughs> who does the scene from Raging Bull. You fuck my wife? What? You fuck my wife? <laughs> Because she does all the roles in the scene. And every role is screaming and crying and (laughs) sobbing and bleeding. Everyone is bleeding out in some way. And then she's just emotionally. Right. She screams at the top of her lungs and they're all behind the uh, like the casting table is like, she's amazing. She's so good. Oh, wow. Then as she goes up and like hands them like her, whatever passes for a headshot and resume and the Hell House audition, she's like, I have a lot of energy so I can do this all the time. And you guys, they're not just looking at your acting ability. They're looking at your devotion. Yeah. A lot of people have good acting ability, so you have to kind of sort through them and look at faithfulness, you know, commitment. Generally, if they're faithful, you know, to the church and the youth group. And she's also like, we just really need people who aren't going to quit halfway through. Because you guys, let me tell you, like, content aside, this is really trying material. Yeah, it's true. To do it all, every night from 7 p.m. to question mark for a month. <laughs> it's true. That's exhausting. This should be a union contract. Where is equity? I know. My Mike was saying, he was like, it offends me as someone who, like, is a working actor. Like, like and a writer and a director. Like, this is... Totally. Like, the most offensive part is that this is just, like, shoddy theater. I feel like if Mike would just fucking find Jesus, he would feel better about it. <laughs> oh, boy. But here's the thing. Here's where it gets super real super quick and you're like oh shit the girl's like I do the suicide girl the one with the incest (laughs) 
So then she is like doing that two camera thing. Yeah. And she tells this like really awful traumatic story. And it was no big deal until one night I looked at the crowd, come through the doors, the normal thing. And I'd always pan the crowd to see if I knew anybody. And at the end of the line was the guy that had raped me two years before. So that was a major shock. And that was probably the best acting job I ever did in my life. But um, when it came time for the suicide and the death monitor was saying all of the lines, you know, nobody's going to want you, you're garbage, you're damaged goods. Um, What guy's ever going to want you? Just give up on your life. And I'm doing my responses. I finally had a revelation that... Not only was I not over this, but that I had been in the same position as this girl that I was playing. There was a record scratch, and I was I like, holy I know. shit. Then she goes. That night was when I forgave the guy and just had the most connection with the character that I ever had had in my life. And so that was a very interesting hellhouse here for sure. Look, I cannot tell anybody how to deal with their trauma. Mm-hmm. I just, I found that utterly enraging. Not not because that's not how she shouldn't handle it. She should handle it however she wants to. Yeah. It just feels like that's how she was told by a man yeah. that she should handle her rape. Right. And you you have said more than once, like, please don't end on forgiveness. Please don't fucking like, end on forgiveness. Uh, yeah. This, like, beautiful, energetic girl. All of these kids, I'm like, I feel like we'd be friends in real life. Totally. You know? And I want to say here, too, this is the first moment in the movie that you realize this is a real movie. Like, yeah. it's worth, you guys, we're going to have a fucking lot of laughs, but, like, the filmmakers are very, very talented. Yeah. Like, yeah. You really see the humanity in these, like, ultra religious people yeah they're super fundamentalists and they're just they're like and they are I mean it seems like it's not a small pocket of people because so many documentaries have been made about Uh them uh but they are a small faction of what religious people are like like not everyone is like this you guys some people just like go about their lives and like also follow their religion and like it's and like women are okay and like I feel like we have plenty of these people in our Facebook group absolutely and I'm (laughs) so somebody offered us Bible study last week yes and I'm like I don't know who Pontius Pilate is but like thanks for hanging out with us girl I I love you like so enough but speaking of finding the humanity you guys we're in the casser home is that how you say it yeah at 6 a.m alexandra you know what's interesting is that this year she decided that she might want to play another part other than the lady of leisure I love this man. I don't care if he goes to bed every night praying for my glittery Kylie Minogue gay soul. Yeah. I love this man. I love this man. Yeah. His name is John. Yeah. And we sort of, what we're seeing sort of like unravels before our eyes because I have a lot of questions at first and by the end of the scene they're all answered. So he's making like a lot of breakfast (laughs) and you realize that he has a house full of children and all but one of them have some kind of developmental issue or situation that they're so there's not another parent. Like, it seems to be just him. Right. Basically, we're seeing, it, it, it's like a five-minute, like, long shot of this family. And, like, his one daughter, Alexandra, who you can tell is, like, the apple of his eye. Yeah. Is, like, getting ready for school. He never loses his patience. He never, never loses his temper. It's true. He is, like, I I mean, I have one kid. I feel like I'm screaming all the time. Yeah. He does He's not like that. Right. And he, and then all of a sudden, what, his youngest kid yeah. starts having a seizure. We have a seizure. We yes, I'm being serious. We have a seizure. It is. It, it was uh, horrible. It is so sad, and it's like more than humanizing. I don't know what more than humanizing I, is. I was watching this by myself at four o'clock in the morning. I was literally sitting at my table. So I was sobbing yeah. watching it. He handles it like. He doesn't lose his shit. He doesn't like freak out the way I would totally right. freak out. Yeah. And he's by himself. Mm-hmm. 
And he calls 911, but then immediately apologizes because I guess the kid's coming out of the seizure. Uh-huh. They show up anyway. They show up anyway. And he's like, you know, well, we have to take everyone very seriously. Yeah. But he also, like, doesn't want to waste their time if exactly. it isn't a real emergency. Oh, man, he's looking better than I've right. on in the last three or four times. That's what yeah. happens when you prey on people. Yeah. They look better than they did. And then it's and then he says things like, you know, I think it's going to be really interesting if I could do the family violence scene this year. <laughs> and Alexandra, his daughter, is like not having it. Do you think um, I'd do okay in family violence? I really would like to try for that. I don't know if no, I will. Like I, I couldn't see you hitting a woman like fake or otherwise and stabbing her much less. Now that oh, would be interesting. Yeah, because she she might want to play another part other than the lady of leisure. She's going to try for the abortion scene, which I think is going to be really interesting. <laughs> And I'm like, I can't believe just to see the juxtaposition in this person who's like calm and and running this life that is like super hard. I know. We see this guy throughout. I'm in love with him. He's like a total Gypsy Rose Lee stage mom yeah, totally. at points where totally. he's like literally sitting in like the audience while doing her audition, like mouthing the words to her. To the abortion scene of all things. I know. And I don't even care. I just love I him. I just I love him so much. We're going to learn more about him in a little bit. And yeah. he's going to break your heart even more. Yeah. All right, you guys, it's the day of the audition, y'all. It's audition day two. Alexandra is up for her abortion girl audition. I mean... Alexandra to the stage, please. Alexandra. This wasn't supposed to be a big deal. Why can't this just be over? It will never be over, Jan. Oh, my baby. I hear my baby crying. That's right, Jan. It's too late now. No. You killed your baby. Stop. You're a murderer, Jan. Everything is just so factually inaccurate because she's acting like the baby's coming out of her, like right. a full, like a nine-month-old baby's coming out of her as she's having the abortion. Yeah, that's not a thing. And we also find out that, like, in the hell house, in the scene, it's the result of the morning after pill. Right. So, like, all of this is just, like, anatomically inaccurate. It just doesn't make any... And she's like, I hear my baby crying. It's not how it works. Also, her name is Jan. Jan. You're a murderer, Jan. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, sure, Jan. Just the sure Jan gift. I don't know why I thought it was so funny that her name is Jan. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh, wait. Jan. And this is where you see the dad sitting in the audience, and he is, like, watching his baby girl make her debut. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's mouthing the words at her you're a murderer Jan he's like <laughs> under his breath the dad also says imagine this she's standing there in auditions and I've got tears she and goose pimples and all she did was stand there I had tears and goose pimples and all she did was stand there I know he loves her so much he does I love this guy so back in the audition room they're like acting wise Alexandra's great but spiritually just where does she fit in <laughs> Like she's willing to do the thing for thirty nights in a row. <laughs> I know. Who cares? Those same bloody crotch jeans, guys. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. You guys, now we're in rewrites. <laughs> we're in script rewrites. They. So you guys know the the card game Magic: The Gathering, right? It's like a. I don't. I did not know what that was, but then neither did neither they. Neither did they. <laughs> this they, scene goes on for fifteen minutes. I'm just. I'm just putting it. Role playing games such as Magic. The role playing games, like Magic: The Gathering. Magic and the Gathering. It's called Magic. The Magic cards. How do How do you? They're just called. To what the are they game called? Magic. To They're the, called Magic. The Gathering. The Gathering? Wait, Magic the Gathering. And our Spanish teacher is like, it's just called Magic the Gathering. It's Magic, colon, the Gathering. That's all it is. And I'm like, 2001, they couldn't 
give it a goog? I know. Back then, in 2001, I feel like, I don't know. Also, like, could he just get up and come over to the computer? He's sitting on a couch across the room. She's typing. I mean. She doesn't know what the fuck he's talking the about. The communication is, it's a communication breakdown if I've ever seen <laughs> one. Re- and I feel like Magic. they just kept it in because it was hilarious. So now construction of Hell House starts in September. But you guys, this is hilarious because oh they're God. like, they're literally, they're giving the camera a tour. It's like, <laughs> this first part is family violence. Mm-hmm. Follow me into crucifixions. Coffins yeah. will be over there. Mm-hmm. This is where the drunk driving scene, the dead bodies will be just all about and so forth. <laughs> all about and so and forth. And so just uh, lots of blood, lots of dead bodies, lots of guilt, and lots of victim blaming. Right now we're going to walk to hell. It's going to be directly in front of us. Where the people who are watching are going to be looking right down in, seeing people trapped, and give them a sense of entrapment themselves. I really, I really want to emphasize that more than anything in here. Like, there's no, absolutely no escape. We're going to see people trapped here. Mm-hmm. They won't be able to get out even if they wanted to. Also, you guys, it's an empty lot. It's not built yet. They're just pointing to grass. <laughs> Nothing is built. There's no, like, what are you, beams or whatever. I there's know. no, it's just grass. You guys, are you guys ready for the rave slash suicide scene? We have to talk about one thing first. Please. So then they pan over to the quote pentagram. Oh, yeah. It's the fucking Star of David. (laughs) And quote, I have to give credit where credit is due. Super Hot Husband Mike says, I guess their Christian fundamentalist school didn't teach them that penta means five. Oh, my God. And the camera crew panned over and stayed on it like a beat too long, which is to say like, "Girl, girl, you see this, right? It's the star of David but they think it's a pentagram I can't help it I just had an image of you and Damien sitting on the couch watching it together and Damien just goes no bitch no bitch (laughs) fucking star David bitch Okay, you guys, are you ready for the rave slash suicide scene? I've never been so ready for anything. Everything is slash suicide. Have you I noticed? <laughs> this doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So th- this guy is giving us a tour. He's from the rave scene. This guy is a yes. rave professional. He used to go to raves all the time. He knows everything about raves. He micromanages the creation of the rave suicide room. It's going to be pretty cool. We're Just like all the other scenes, we're going to have some plastic down each wall. But there will be a DJ, uh, which I've played the last couple years. We'll have a... Uh, you know, makeshift turntable area. I don't know if I'll use these lights. He had to probably stick some uh, black lights up and that would be great. It's ridiculous. He had to, he explains to us that he had to explain to like the head director why they needed a rave scene. He didn't get it. I'm like, girl, same. Yeah. He's like, no, lots of teenagers go and I used to be one of them and now I convinced them to do Hell House, you guys. <laughs> I I'm just like, girl, what happened to you? Yeah. Girl who hurt you. I don't know. <laughs> so then he's like, yeah, there will be a DJ, which uh, I've played the last few years. <laughs> no big deal. Then he, because, you know, they try to have something neat every year. <laughs> neat, their word. Neat, their word. Theirs and Kevin Costner's I, I know, word. I've, you know I thought of that. You know. And I'm actually thinking about renting a, a water tank. You know, have someone underwater dance or something. Something neat every year. He wants there to be a water tank with people dancing underwater. Spoiler, he doesn't get it. <laughs> But he just thought it would be super neat. And he talks about, like, here's the thing. Like, every rave I've ever been to, I've had to drag out a dozen bodies. Okay, maybe not. I tend to exaggerate. But, like, (laughs) ten bodies per rave. Girl. And then there's this great moment where the filmmaker's like, so what's the drug that you guys are, like, railing against here? Uh, But in this in particular scene, it's a date rape drug, which, unfortunately, you don't really find just on raves anymore. That's that's found everywhere. Uh, What is the drug? Um, I, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. I, Tim knows what it is, which, uh, and to be honest with you, I don't know if it's the, act, the, the phrase itself, the name of it's going to be said in the script. He doesn't know it because he hasn't gotten his new pages yet. Right. Girl needs her new script. Girl needs her pages. 
That's the excuse he uses. New pages to the rave scene. New pages to the rave scene. Girl needs her new pages, please. (laughs) And the thing is, if you're such an expert. I know. He doesn't know the name of the date rape drug. Yeah, but he knows how to victim blame. I know. They're all really good at that. You guys, the cast list is posted. Hell House is posted on both sides. You're, uh, You're in the rave scene. You're the guy who rapes the girl. It's kind of amazing. I was actually reliving actually sort of the trauma of yeah. not getting cast in the league in a bad Bye birdie. And storming out and being like, why didn't anybody follow me? And then storming back in being like, fine, I'll save the show. <laughs> That's the story. Did I just ruin the mini I stormed into the chorus room and told Miss Wichaw, the musical director, that I was quitting. You were quitting. And then you stormed right back in and said, fine, but I, we both know you need me. <laughs> you both know this show is nothing without me. That's how you came back. <laughs> Kate Malone Hester is listening to this podcast. She will back it up. Yes. My favorite story. Uh, the cast is posted, you guys. It, it is a buzz in the hallway. But what they're saying is, oh, you're in the rape scene. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the guy who rapes me. <laughs> it is so horrible. And there's this one there's this one kid who's literally like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Blah, 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 like just OMGing you for guys, his life. Guess what? Alexandra booked it. She booked it. She's the abortion girl. Woo! She Hashtag says. booked it. I'm going to tell you one more time. When the suspense was over for me, I was pissed. You were pissed. I was really fucking pissed. You ran that shit. <laughs> then this one girl's like, I play the rave suicide girl. So it's like raving and dancing and drugs and rape and suicide, which is a lot for one scene. But like, I guess I'll look at the pages and see if I can do it. I'm a triple threat. <laughs> I have a lot of energy. I can I do, do this the all rape, the time. the suicide, and the raping. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, now we're at the football game. And again, Alexandra's dad, the dad that I love so fucking John. much, sitting in the front goddamn row. Yeah. And he wants his candy. He wants his candy. Guess what? She can't give it to him. She's at work. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. She's too busy. She's cheering. Alex, do I get some? Huh? Some candy. I didn't catch any last time. I can't give you any. You didn't throw me I some candy. I do not have any. I'm sorry. Do you have any left? I cannot give any to you. That's the thing. I have to wait. You have to wait for the next touchdown. Ah, uh, no exceptions for dad. He is basically doing the cheers quietly while she's doing it. I know. But now she tells us a little bit of their backstory. So some more heartbreaking story from John. This is beyond heartbreaking. Yeah. My mother was seeing another man while she was still married to my father. I met him frequently and a lot of bad things happened there and it turned out being a lot more than it should have to the point where legal people got involved and they got the cases confused and my we were taken away from my father for one month and put in a foster home in Bonham, Texas and it was horrible. Quote, legal people got involved. Uh-huh. They're, called, they're called lawyers, but legal people got involved. <laughs> they don't teach at a Christian school. I know. Because uh, they laugh at it along with science. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and math. Penta means five. Even I know that. <laughs> the entire time I was there, it was... Mm, It was as if I woke up and I didn't want anything more than to go to sleep again. It was horrible. I wasn't allowed to talk to my dad. I couldn't talk to anybody. 
I cannot imagine the hell that they went through. I mean, I again was sobbing. How do you confuse a case and then just like have it be confusing for a month? I don't know. Like, I don't understand how that and even works. So there's more to that story. There's gotta be, there's right? There's more to the story with the mom leaving the family. There's more to there's more to that story. Yeah, I think maybe like it could also be like the most obvious choice. Like I think maybe she's like, Oh, I don't really want to be a fundamentalist. And it's really it's a lot of work to take care of three special needs kids. Yes. Oh my god, yes. And I'd rather run off with Charles oh God. or whatever you, you know, know like it could just be that Charles. and so then he's gonna get real mad and try to choke her and then he's not gonna be able to, like she gets free and then he gets a knife and stabs her all right, you guys, we're at rehearsal, and I just have, like, tons of women getting killed and stabbed and raped. Yay. Yeah. That's what this hell house is. It's just, like, beating women, stabbing women, raping women, women being dragged to hell. Yeah, it's awful. Being forced to kill themselves. Yeah. It's really awful. So this one guy, and this is when I'm like, wait a second. Did, did everyone in the hell house, like, tell their own story? Because suddenly we're at some, like, some rehearsal scene. It's like, look at you on the internet planning a rendezvous with some guy and I'm like we just heard that that's John's story <laughs> and then the guy's like he could be a murderer for all you know you idiot and I'm like oh I know I was god. like great she's an idiot too great perfect oh my god okay so now Professor Rave as I'm calling him is spray painting the rave does not miss the opportunity to promote his website over there on that wall I only have one thing there it says groovalistic quick fix machine which uh, actually is the name of my website so okay <laughs> groovalistic quick fix machine which is actually the name of my website <laughs> not anymore you guys i gave it a goog it doesn't exist i was really sad about oh my it God. it's so fucking weird oh, okay. and then we meet this guy's real life girlfriend they do a two camera interview she does not say a goddamn word this is jessica this is my girlfriend and kind of in each story we've known each other for a while but uh last october uh she was the the victim in the rave scene, and I was the, the death monitor, the DJ. And what was really neat, for a whole month, I claimed her soul to hell, and she died under my power. And uh, just shortly after that, we got together. And So it's like love at first sight, you guys. It's a showmance. I know. <laughs> It's a total it's show, a show match. Match. And it's allowed. If you guys didn't think we were going to get super theater kitty about this, you were way off base. Welcome to True Come Obsessed. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And that true, that, that showman's is allowed. That showman's is allowed, of course. Right. As long as she's the one that gets raped and she's the one that gets dragged off to hell and she's the one that dies under his power, he right, says. Right. Totally. Yeah, of course. Because she's just an idiot. She's just a dumb girl. Dumb girl and they're going to get married soon. Right. But we, says him. Right. She's just sitting there. Yeah. Like Jessica. Girl. I know. She's like, I don't want to be doing any I don't of this. I hate everything. Okay, guys, we're at church. Five, six, seven, eight, and speaking in tongues. <laughs> they did it again. It's so awful. Why is why are these? They're not girl. They're not speaking in tongues. They're singing in tongues. I don't get it. I know, and I believe that I felt the last couple of weeks like the Lord really wants us to build up our lives through prayer language. And I know that's what I feel like doing. I feel like talking to the Lord in a language that you don't understand, that only He understands. So let's do that for just a couple of minutes. Would you? Would you just go to the Lord in your love language? And 
And one of them is like, well, it's actually fairly simple. It's like French or German, except only God can understand it. And I'm like, I still don't get it. It's your God language. The speaking in tongues. There's no way to make that not sound absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't understand it. And they all like, just make it seem so easy. Well, well, yeah, it just like comes from within you. Have you tried? I can't do it. I can't do it. Should we try right now? Hamana, 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 hamana. Rhubarb, watermelon. Gay sex porn. Me, me, mamo, moo. Is that it? I feel bad saying it, but John made a really shitty website for this thing. Well, I'm I'm putting a certain amount of spooky in it, but I'm trying more to challenge them to come out there rather than scare them. At least that was my twist. You know, are you ready? Are you, you know, can you? Will you survive? Uh, I, I think there's an appeal. You know, like 13,000 came, some won't be back. There are a lot of flames and like panther eyes or cat eyes looking at you, these like evil eyes. And um... I kind of loved it again, though, because he was being thoughtful and he was saying that he wanted to challenge people to come rather than scaring people to come. I love John. I, I love him. But I maybe, wanna... maybe get rid of the creepy eyes and the flames if you're not <laughs> scaring people, right? Like, yeah. And don't name it Hell House, The Walking Dead. I know. You guys, now we get a little bit of John, of John, like we get John's version of the story of what happened with him and his wife. I have a question. Tell me everything. What's your question? Well, my, he seems t- juicy. It is. I, it's a little, and I know you love him. So try to like, yeah. get your emotional connection out of this. I'll do my best. Okay. He still has like pictures of her around. Uh huh. And he's explaining how, again, she met someone online and started an affair. And then he goes, there was an internet relationship that burgeoned into meetings in the park or other places and uh, consequently the person who was having the internet affair is no longer with us i have in bright red letters did you kill her did she kill herself or did he murder her what is happening <laughs> no those I, are my notes i absolutely it's a weird way to say it it is a really weird way to say it. and also like you can cheat on your husband and leave him and still be involved in your kids lives like do they just not see her at at all i don't i don't know is I, it one of those like warren jeff situations where like you get excommunicated and he keeps the kids like how well, does that maybe. happen i think she just wanted out i think the whole thing was too much for her i'm totally speculating wildly just if that is true, style. garbage, garbage, fucking yeah, yeah. garbage. Yeah, I don't know, though. I mean, we don't get into it, except he just keeps saying she's no longer with us, and that's a really, really weird way to say it. It is a really weird way to say it. That makes me think she's dead. I agree with that. Th- this is what I'm saying. There's more to this story. Like, there's definitely more to this story. Yeah. Um. One other thing that we find out about John, he had a job he was really good at that he loved. Uh, sure, I've been doing something for 20 years, and I'm good at it. You know, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I'm really, really good at it in, you know, taxation. 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 He did it for 20 years, you guys. Yeah, taxation. He really loved it. Put the little business out of it. Yeah. And then I just said, you guys, I'm zoning out. So they're not going to be throwing something in? That's already no, that's already going to be attached down. How are they going to no. get in? It's uh, the final day of construction, y'all. Yeah. This is where we see how the kids are going to be put in the hell. They oh. literally dig a shallow grave. Uh-huh. They put the kids in it. They are blowing that fake smoke onto the kids' faces. Yeah. Then they cover it with plexiglass, to which I wrote, hell no, bitch. Yeah, literally, hell right? no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hell, comma, no, bitch. No, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but so the kid has to be pressing up against it. What if the like people knocking... are standing on it and they can't breathe in there? I don't, no, I don't know. bitch. They'll go to heaven because <laughs> they participated in this. You guys, it's showtime. It's the day of the show, y'all. The day of the show, y'all. Five minutes of places. And no one says thank you, five. <laughs>
<laughs> Not yet. Five minutes out. Five minutes out. Places. Looks good. That is your stage manager? That is going to make Steve crazy. You know that Steve will literally say it to me and Daisy when we're getting ready to leave to go on a trip? He'll say thank you. Five minutes, five minutes. And if we don't say thank you five, he gets pissed. Steve. (laughs) That's kind of amazing. I'm not joking. If we don't say thank you five, he gets actually mad. Well, guess what? He's going to be super mad at these people for probably (laughs) several reasons. But one of them, they do not say thank you five. It's true. They're not professional. And they're like, rave, are you ready? Rape, you ready? Suicide, you ready? Go ahead and uh, crank up the rave. Get the rave going. Go ahead, guys. Okay, that's good. Cue the rave back up. Let's go to, uh, we're going to suicide. Suicide ready? We've started. Drug deal ready? Cult ready? So the, this guy's like walking through, making sure each each incarnation is ready. You guys, this is the moment he decides he's going to train the people how to use the fucking guns. This is the gun guy. Okay, Christy, you're shooting this gun. Do you want to load it? I'll load it up for you the first time, and uh, I'll show you the ejector. Remember, uh, when you look at it, they'll have cardboard Jason's on the ends. Right no, no metal. Yeah, Indicates that it is a blank and not a bolt. Ejector, uh, yeah, ejector. Uh, you turn it upside down, they'll all come out. Make sure they all do come out, and then reload. All right, here we go. Make sure it has that little dot because that means it's a blank. And I was like, and then he puts bu- the real bullets back in the chamber. I know. And hands it to her, and she's like, I don't. This what? is how that, that crow guy died. Yeah, yeah. Remember the crow? Yeah. Brandon, whatever the hell. Brandon Lee. That's how he died. Ugh. There's also at one point he's like, do we have a knife that the occult people can use to cut the bride's throat with? And I think it's John, and jo- he's like, I have a straight razor in my desk, and he's like, that's girl, that's not what we need. They also have so many in like the control room. Yeah. They have so many TVs on so they can see every room and a hockey game. <laughs> then there's a little kid. Then there's a little kid dressed as a pirate and they're drawing an eye patch on him instead of just letting him wear one. I was like, I don't understand what this kid is doing. It's like face paint, but they're drawing. Just I know. give him an eye patch so he can like what he has to walk around with his eye closed the whole time? Because it's gonna look weird with his eye open. Like, what are you doing? That so- it was not constructed by me. Oh, it's so weird. It never happened. So now you guys were going through the Hell House, which and starts with a hayride. It's the hayride looks really fun. That's attached to a pickup truck, and the guy's like, "Just holler real loud if something goes wrong." If- My name is Ben. I'll be driving you out there. It is a bumpy ride, so if you keep your hands and feet inside the trailer, I'd appreciate it. If for some reason you fall off the trailer, and we have had this happen, this is what you do. My truck <laughs> windows are down. You holler at me. I'll stop the truck, back up over you, then keep going. (laughs) So they kind of end up doing a Columbine scene. Act one, scene one, we're in Columbine, kind of. Okay, Jeremy, I'm ready for you to read your report. Please bring it up here. Don't waste your breath on that stupid report. Why don't you just tell them what's really on your mind? I'm so tired of this. Jeremy, will you please speak up? I can't understand you. I gotta get out of here. Hey, retard, she said speak up. That's it, Jeremy. That's all you can take. Now finish the problem. I gotta say, the thing that they do that's really effective and totally terrifying is that in every scene, they actually have a demon. That only the person who's gonna kill themselves or be raped or be murdered can see and hear. But it's also ridiculous because it's like, welcome to my classroom and you might not get out alive. (laughs) And I'm like, all right. Turn it down, Satan. I know. I know. These kids are, these kids are, I bet by day 30, they've, they've, they, they found their um, center with their character. I hope some of them phone it in because it's a lot. <laughs> so basically, they like don't do matinees. They call no, out for matinees. Oh, no, 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 that no, abortion no. girl's not doing matinees. Are they, you kidding they me? Don't it's have, a big deal. They don't have hashtag two doches <laughs> in the Hell House. <laughs> 
Um, so now the devil is is telling Je- Jeremy to kill himself because he's bad at math. <laughs> and then he kills himself and is dragged off screaming. <laughs> Good job, Jeremy. Now it's time for your eternal trip to hell. Come on! Ah! Oh my God! No! Come on. Help me! Where? I don't know. Probably because he's like, oh, quick change, quick change. I got to rape someone in five minutes. Exactly. So horrible. So now we're at the drug deal scene. Yes. Oh, God. And there's the black guy again and the Latino guy. And he says this horrible thing. You think I was going to let you come into my part of town and sell to my people? Time up. Let's go. What is between me and you? You leave this girl out of this. Hey, shut up. Blow your little black head off, boy. Time up tight, girl. Because if he comes loose... It is my jaw is on the ground. I know. And how is this black guy allowing that? That's just insane. I know. Like, do like do you believe in it that much that you're going to allow yourself to be treated this way? Also, I have that same question for every woman involved in this. Oh my god, I know. Like, I just their fathers told them that this was their place. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you guys, it's the gay scene. Get ready to meet Steve. Oh, Steve. He thought his homosexual lifestyle was everything a real man could ever want. But now he's dying of AIDS. Everybody checks in, but not everybody checks out. This is Steve. He thought his homosexual lifestyle was everything a real man could want. But now he's dying of AIDS. Steve. The way AIDS! Uh, you guys, Jan the abortion girl gets wheeled in to ruin the gay scene. Doctor, I need you. We've got an emergency over here. Yes, sir. What do we have here? Her name is Jan. She's 17 years old. She took the new abortion pill, RU486, two days ago. She's been bleeding ever since this morning, complains of severe abdominal cramps, and her blood pressure is 80 over 60. Uh, why won't the bleeding stop? Matt said this wouldn't be a big deal. It was just a stupid but then they like share so the demon or the devil's going back and forth between uh-huh. her stretcher and the gay guy's stretcher because <laughs> the gay guy's dying of AIDS in case that wasn't clear right there AIDS why can't this just be over it'll never be over Jim Steve no what's the no. matter are you okay uh, I keep having these nightmares of burning in hell why can't it just die in peace they're both bleeding out, however. Yeah. It's just, there's so much blood. Once again, she took a morning after pill, and now she's bleeding for Jesus. With from a her... full-grown baby. I know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. So now we're like, back to Steve. He's having nightmares and visions of burning in hell. Yes. And they're like, you can change all this. Just a little taste of what's in store for you, Stevie boy. Steve, don't you understand? This is God talking to you. He doesn't want you to burn in hell. Please, Steve, give your life to Jesus. Don't waste your last chance. Steve refuses. Steve refuses. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Um, Then we cut to the hayride, and someone actually fell off it. (laughs) And they're wearing, again, Eagle Eye, Super Hot Husband Mike, wearing an Up Yours shirt. (laughs) That person's a troll. That person is hammered and fell off the hayride wearing an Up Yours shirt. That was totally me. I don't remember everywhere I was in 2001, (laughs) but I was probably in Texas for this hell house. Yeah. Okay. The rave scene. Thaddeus, Professor Rave, is in his elements, (laughs) making these, like, evil eye faces. He's the DJ, you guys remember. Don't forget it. And then there's like these two girls and these two guys and they're like the stars of the scene and the, the girl's like, you can't leave. We can't disappoint these hotties over here. What's wrong? You don't look like you're having too much fun. This is my first rave and a little bit more than I expected. I understand. Here, try some of this. I took some earlier. 
It'll kind of relax you a little bit and loosen you up. He roofies Jessica and he's like, here, try this. Puts it right in her face and, f- and f- like pushes her. The, the, the red solo cup up to her mouth and it's like, drink up, sweetheart. The entire cup, he just pushes it into her face. Yeah. And then we just like see her coming home. The demon is really not being nice to her. No. I'm all alone. Oh, God. What am I going to do? Poor Jessica. You could go to the police and tell them that you were raped. But then again, you don't know how many guys had you tonight. And you don't remember one of them. (laughs) But Jessica, you should be used to it by now. Remember what your daddy used to do to you when you were a little girl? (laughs) I just can't make the same problem. You're worthless, Jessica. Your life is worthless. You're used to it. Remember when your father used to do this to you? Let's make sure we get this girl on the next express train to hell, though. I just, I, you got, it's I know. so, it's just mean. Like, at its, its core, just, it's, it's just horrible. mean. It's horrible. And, but Jessica, like, kind of forgot our lines a little bit because she's like, what kind of God are you? <laughs> anyway, like, that anyway should have been in. What kind of God are you anyway? It's opening night. Cut her some slack. She's I know, got the nerves. I, I totally will. I totally will. I totally will. And then, like, the guests are, like, brought to hell. Like, your farewell to this thing is you get to experience hell, and then they take you into a room where some guy screams at you for 10 minutes and asks you if you want to go pray. This guy's like, look, this is not a scare tactic or a guilt trip. <laughs> right. This is me telling you that if you were going to die tonight, do you know where you'll go? And I'm like, that is both a scare tactic and a guilt trip. There are people in the next room waiting to pray with you should you walk to the door of the question I'm about to ask you. If you were to die tonight, do you know where you will go? Or do you think that you know? Because if you think that you know, then you're taking a chance with your soul for eternity. And then two women bolt for the door. <laughs> they cannot get into that praying room fast enough. Yeah. This, this hell house did its job on these women. You got six seconds. Five seconds. You got five seconds. And like a lot of people are not moving, which I kind I of love. Totally, totally. And then he's like, all right, okay, just three seconds. You're going to hell. Like you're going to hell now. If you don't go through. And then they do that Jesus camp thing where afterwards, like in the pray room, yeah. they're like, isn't it so super awesome? It's just so cool and awesome. Because yeah. like when you die, like you know you're going to go to heaven and like all those other people aren't. And it's just like super awesome. Oh God, it's so awful. Yeah. And then like, I kind of zoned out at this part, but one girl was like, in any day now, Jesus will come back for his bride. And I'm like, what? <laughs> his bride? <laughs> What are you talking about? Maybe I misheard it. Maybe some Facebook group would tell me, but his I was like, that woke me up out of my zone outiness. Jesus. What? There's like a whole other chapter to the Bible that we just we just never knew about. That no one has ever talked about. It's ever. called the Da Vinci Code. His wife was Mary Magdalene, you guys. His bride, okay. Girl! Girl. We got through Hell House. You know, I still think I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. I still think I'm going to be all right. Yeah, I think I'm going to be okay, too. Fuck yeah. these people. Yeah, we're good. Um, You guys, once again, if you want to screw these Hell House people, yes. buy tickets to our Pride show. Yes. Come see us in June. It's going to be, I, I cannot tell you how excited I am I know. for this show. Yeah, we're going to have the best time. It's going to be a rave. It's going to be a rave oh, without the raping God. or the murder or uh-huh. the hell or yeah. the suicide. Or just like the fun and, yeah, just and the glitter like, and the booze. And the rainbow. Yeah. Great. Um, You can join, you can see all the rest of our Patreon content at patreon.com slash you Obsessed. You know where to find the Patreon if you want it. Yep, we're on it. We're in the jinx, you guys. Oh my god. Oh my goodness, we're in the jinx. Also, if you were waiting to join Patreon until we were done with the staircase, so you could like binge it all at once, today's the day. Today's the day. 
you guys, we're off next week for Columbus Day. So or watch Columbo's e- yeah, Day. Yeah, just watch episodes of Columbo. Exactly. We are going to be working really hard on our New York live shows, the ones coming up in October. Yep. That's how we're spending our week off. Yep. Go, where can they find you? At Jillian with a G on all the things. I'm at Patrick Hines on the Twitter, at Patrick Hines underscore on the Instagram. You guys, I keep forgetting to mention this. If you have listened to the episodes and you want to know the promo codes for our sponsors and you can't find them or you can't remember what they are, probably TCO. Mm-hmm. But just in case, we have a, a promo code section of our website. You can just yeah. go to the website and look at every sponsor we've ever had. All the promo codes are there. Yes. You guys, the palate cleanser today is from Book of Mormon. It's called Spooky. What is it? Spooky Mormon Hell Dream. You guys, Jillian picked it. I'm I can't very believe excited. Jesus called me a dick. It's awesome. <laughs> so good. I'm going to listen to it on the way home, actually. So we're off next week, but the week following Demon House yeah. is what we're doing. Stay tuned for um, the trailer for Demon House yes. and then our fabulous and hilarious outtakes and tam, our tam, palate tam, cleanser. Tam. Yeah. And we'll see you in two weeks. All right. We love you guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. I came to kill that boy to kill him. I'm Zach Bagans. I'm one of the world's leading researchers on ghosts and demonology. And this film is cursed. A story about a demon possession makes international news. Now look at one of the most documented cases of demon possession and exorcism in recent history. The next day over the phone, I buy the house, sight unseen. In my 37 years of police investigation, I've never run into anything like that before. I just got the keys to the demon house. You think it's dangerous for me to be in that house? I wouldn't be there. She had holes in both our wrists, it was like little cuts. They called 911. They called 911. They did. It was an unidentifiable voice. I only heard it on the recording. Who in there? Something came back. I don't know if it was that demon, but something came back. I put the crucifix on her head. She began convulsing. There was a sick grave in our back. Are you sure you were in the I'm waiting on the arm. What just happened? You attacked Jay. If people are making this up, I'm going to catch him. Why is it spiking? We were just around my house and we see three police cars. This is what it all comes down to. There was a face. It doesn't want me. It wants you. listening which they probably totally are they'd be like oh oh, i meant the the hell house people they'd be like we were singing something that sounded like lesbians i know i know oh my god there's another girl in this group who has an issue with lesbians that we'll get to in just a minute the backwards baseball cap saw her um is that a mickey which they call it a mickey because uh, these kids all think it's 1950. I don't know if you knew this or not. Yeah, and with Jan. Exactly. Jan and the Mickey, like, enough. All the, Like, that girl who was like, so it's the suicide and the rave and the rape and the this and the incest. Like, it's kind of a lot, but yeah. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Ra- ha, 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 ma. <laughs> After really get warm for really, that. But really, but I have a lot of energy. Yeah. So. Oh, fi- no, no, no. Family violence is the best. Family violence is the best. <laughs> They're so excited. I was fucking offended by that. I have gay friends. <laughs> no, you don't. Not if you call them that. What if I'm gay? What if I'm gay? Sweetheart, I appreciate it. You know you just want to get to the IHOP. Just right. go, girl. And we don't want you. 
And she's like, babe, babe, let's just go. <laughs> babe, we got to get to Chili's. She's we got to get those $10 now. apps. Yeah. <laughs> she's totally a lawyer Jack now. Daniels wings. Don't even get me started. <laughs> The, the devil is like, you have AIDS, you fool. Like, be gone. <laughs> like, oh my God. Long ago when I was five, I snuck in the kitchen late at night and ate a donut with a maple glaze. My father asked who ate the snack. I said that it was my brother Jack. And Jack got grounded for 14 days. I've lived with that guilt all of my life and the terrible vision that I had that night. No, please, I don't want to go back. Down, down, my soul is cast from the earth whence forth he fell. companion all along. Oh God, how could I have done this to you? How could I break rule 72? And now my soul has just been wrong. Back into spooky morbid hell dream.